Greetings everyone, Calypso here. Bit of a correction update on this episode. A interviewing Chris Sharps and getting all and getting him on the show, I was 100% sure that he was actually in Hunt Showdown as the Skinflint character. For those of you in the Hunt community, I apologize. Chris Sharps is not the Skinflint and has nothing to do with Hunt Showdown whatsoever. Apparently, I did ask the voice director um, I'm trying to get a list of who the actors are. If you would like to see me personally interview them, just reach out, comment on this video if you'd like to see Hunt Showdown interviews. But for now, uh, I'm scrubbing Chris Sharps as part of Hunt Showdown. Any mention of that in this episode as a little bit of an update. So yes, apologies again. Enjoy this episode. Ah, yes. Welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. I am Calypso. Uh, welcome to Dead House Whispers, where we talk everything Dead House Sonata, be it games, book, movies, or podcast, and occasionally veer sometimes from that topic. Uh, and today, as usual, I'm always joined by my other host, Faceless Mike. Greetings, hello, and welcome. And sometimes, greetings. <laughs> sometimes. All the and time. Today's a special day today. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. We do have a special guest. Um, some of you from Dead House Sonata fan fan groups might know him as our local vampire, Victor and or Lord Zorin. Um, and some of you might know him from a really obscure indie game called Return of the Obra Din um, and a bunch of other credits. Add to that list. Uh, Chris Sharps, ladies and gentlemen, guys hello, and ghouls. Hello. Chris. Hey, I've been waiting so long to get Chris on. We can uh we can just this will be our last episode, guys. We kind of have our golden ticket here. No more dead house whispers, we're done. End on a low note, boys. That's the way to say. <laughs> oh dear. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate that. It is uh, an thanks for delight. thanks for coming. Uh, Chris, do you, do you want to tell us just on a brief little intro note? Uh what have you done that Calypso hasn't mentioned? And how did you get into voice acting? Uh, oh, God, to put my DB. Um, I've done a lot of obscure stuff. I have stuff coming out I cannot talk about as this is live, but. Um, Dang well, it. Goes that well, 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 no. Just, uh, <laughs> Take that question just, uh, off my asking of things you could talk about. Or well, no, no. End of this week, I can talk about something. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll do. Um, but uh, yes, Dang NDAs. I'm reading the chat here. Um, <laughs> So let me. I'm terrible on IMDb here. This is how unprepared I am for this. Hang on a second. No, it's just... okay. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared either. And I was like, let me no, pull up no, his no, IMDb no. This, as this, a last minute this, thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a last minute thing. <laughs> yeah, I've done a bunch of like a lot of mostly indie stuff, um, and that's starting to, to change really. Um, the yeah, Oberdin was the first like official one that got any sort of traction as far as people loving it, and that was done by uh, Lucas Pope, I think. And it's one, it's yeah. a one guy that Legend. made the whole Legendary game really insane, insanely cool. So you're out there, Lucas, very cool. Um, and then I did some random stuff for uh, like mobile games and stuff. I did a game called Bless Online, which which was a, a not a great MMO, I don't think it, it tried to. I be. know, but dang, you were in Bless. Yeah, yeah, I was in Blessed Online. I was one of the uh, the big cat people and little small people, <laughs> varying size people. Yeah. Um, oh wow, that's class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I did. <laughs> it um, looks it looks pretty good. I'm looking at it right now. It's, it, it's, it's dang dead, though. Warcraft. It's, yeah, dang it's, Warcraft. Oh no, it's dead. Ruining it's everything. Dead. <laughs> Aww. Um. Then 
I think yeah, what else? Grim Dawn is one that 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 a lot of people have played. I played that too. It's like a Diablo-esque yes. sort of game, and that that's actually really fun. I played that. So played a couple of What's... baddies in that too. The funny part to that, Chris, is I've had uh, members of my Discord hammering on about me all day to play Grim Dawn. So, oh, like, there, hey, we go. there we there go, there we go. Skara, wherever you are, there you go. There's your shout out there. <laughs> yeah, I play. It's an evil quest giver called the Vicar of Salile. So the that's Vicar. Yeah, he doesn't look like a vicar. Lord, no, 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 vicar, cow, yeah, no, everything. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. any regal <laughs> thing could be associated with me automatically. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's awesome. But don't think about your question. Um, I'll slow my speech down here. I'll get excited. Voice acting, um, I kind of just sort of one day, I've always been kind of doing voices, the usual cliche thing, but actually sort of like, I'm going to see if I actually can do this and sort of stumbled upon some online stuff. And then people start, started to pay me. I'm like, oh, 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 hang on, hang on. This is good. And then it kind of sort of escalates from there, really. And uh now I'm here. So it's really not. That's pretty much it. I did some stuff story. and I got, yeah. I got a career yeah. out of it. How how did you find Alaric, aka where did you find George, or where did George yeah, find you? Where did you find I George, or where did George I find you? I actually don't remember where I found. I think George found me. I think through Matt. I think I want to say it was through Matt Curtis. We've done lots together. He's one of my buddies. He's now lives Matt's in the UK. Oh, Matt's a great guy. Yeah, it's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, Matt's great. Uh, and. I think he introduced of hey, do you want to do this? And it kind of just went into this whole thing with the the trailer, the the, the Dead House trailer with the ah yes, that whole thing. And that kind of spiraled from there um into some of the audio stuff. Um but yeah, I, I wanna say that's how me and George got in contact. I actually got to meet George this year at Magfest, which was really nice. So me, Matt, and George and, um Medina was down there and we had a good time. It was really fun. Yeah, George and Matt have both been telling us that. And I'm like, I would totally just love to sit at a table with the three of you just messing with your voices, like doing the different characters, taking the mick out of one another. It'd be <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, we have to get a, at the end of the series, we have to get a parody episode or just like a, a coffee table episode. And it's all the all the characters just sitting around drinking like blood or eating flesh and just talking. Just like so, just having like a Seinfeld episode but with vampires. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Exactly. Matt yeah. jumps into that ghoul a little too easy, though. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> he does. Uh, so uh, there's that of how you got into voice acting. Kind of just fell into it. Um, another question that I always ask uh, whenever we have a voice actor on here is, and uh, I know this is a yes from you, but uh, yes, have you read? It is, yes. 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 <laughs> have you read um audiobooks and did you enjoy that experience? Would you keep reading audiobooks? I've only been able to find one or two that you've done on Audible. But she had learnt needlework, and no one could equal her in the art of making tapestries and embroidered portraits. By a truly fairy tale turn of fortune, a member of the High Council had happened to see one of her <laughs> because there's uh, literally right. two that I've done. That's why you like it. All right, that's so I guess that answers that yeah, question of no yeah, more audiobooks for me. Well, it's it's not so much that it's it's sort of a, a bit of an odd genre to get into. Um, I push hard for like um, sort of games and stuff. That's what I really like to do. But I've been doing some commercial stuff. I did some stuff for Peloton. I did some stuff for Moe Chandon. So like, it's some cool stuff that sounds very fancy. Um, but really, it's sort of like um, with audiobooks. It's it's hard. You have to like go full throttle with it. Like most mm -hmm. narrators, I know are just audiobooks because you don't have time for anything else. But I could be wrong about that. But I'm ninety percent sure that's the case. No, no, no. We need you in more video games. 
Yeah, yes. yeah, more video it games. It should be I mean, voicing at cool. least one main character in most video games. There's yeah. Wink, <laughs> Wink, can't say Wink. <laughs> NDA, NDA, soon, my favorite soon, thing soon. I've done so far was redacted. <laughs> like, yeah. Varix is sitting here in the chat just waiting for the ah, uh, yes. That's what I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, uh, Varric, if you want to clip that, feel free, man. <laughs> um, I am going to have you do our send-off, Chris, uh, mm. today. So don't worry, we're going to get plenty of ah, yeses from you. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll and I'll splice it into the intro and everything else. So don't actually endless remix of our yes. Okay, yeah. and, uh, I, I, trust me, that annoys people. That has been put on a soundboard. Oh, I hope so. I, 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 my voice has been memed heavily. Yeah. <laughs> you see, he likes it. So anyone who tries It'll that, only in get the future, better. It'll he's only all get good better. with it. Speaking Absolutely, of that, yeah. though, with the voices, Chris. Before we came on, you were saying like, um, it's interesting how. World of Warcraft and all has taken the British voice. We were making a joke yeah. because Chris, Chris got me beforehand. He's like, "So, Mike, you're from Scotland." I'm like, mm, mm. "Gotcha!" Like, ah, dang it. <laughs> yeah. The um, so so I played Elden Ring last year, like a lot of people did, and I Love was that game. and I was like, "Is the werewolf Welsh? What is going on?" I was so thrilled. I was like, "Are they playing people actual accents?" Oh my god, I love Elden Ring more now. Um, but Amazing. World of Warcraft, it's all very, very mid-Atlantic is the term of it, which is Americans doing English as best they can, which sounds good. It does sound amazing. There's no way around. It does sound really like Matthew so Mercer's sort of voice. Um, but it's the, old, you know, we will take this to Alathor. That kind of sort of like very sort of no one speaks that way sort of speech but in <laughs> yeah. Warcraft sounds amazing. So... But there's no people going, all right, mate, let's go. None of that. Nothing. <laughs> nothing exists. You're all right, mate. You're all right. <laughs> That's who you want to walk into a city and like, yeah, you know, a bunch of people from Snatch walking in saying, where's what? that quest? Let me find that quest. Right, yeah, they, mate. You there's got no a Jason Statham's walking around in, in any of the games. It would make no sense. <laughs> the terrible, no sense. T the, the terrible, typical, like English, you know, ball, wah, 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 you know, like that kind bottle of wah. stuff. Bottle <laughs> bottle it's a bottle of water. <laughs> But you, like you say, we were talking about Birmingham before. You wouldn't want the protagonist to go, "Hello, I've got a sword. I'm going to kill the dragon." It doesn't. It, I mean, doesn't really sell. Maybe if in Birmingham said, itself, perfectly. I'm sorry to all the Brummies out there, but that's just it's the accent's not sellable. Sorry, I mean, Chris. If, if, Sean said, Bean, if, if Sean Bean can do it, you can do it. No, if he's they from said he's from Yorkshire. If they said yeah. a load of quests in a small town in a video game, but everyone had a Liverpool accent. It would be hilarious. I would, I'd play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play it. I'd play it. I'm not going to try and butcher the Liverpudlian accent. Right? And that's not my strong suit. So to any, any, any future hate, I'll keep that to a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, you're in the states. You're safe. You're fine. You're oh <laughs> no, with the, with the internet, no one's safe anymore. You know. <laughs> but yeah, Found I always find it second. strange with that, like that mid-Atlantic accent as you talk about. But it's like no one ever talks like that. But it's become the standard in the industry, especially as like all nobility fantasy. in video and games. Fantasy, yep, absolutely, oh, yeah, yep. Um, I actually. I uh, was in a session recently, and he's like, "Yeah, can you uh, do that in America? That English accent's pretty good." I said, "That that that's how I talk." <laughs> it was, "Oh, holy, holy shit! Okay, cool, cool." So like, <laughs> it was this whole thing, and it was just bizarre. And they're like, "I was like, but you said British, so um, you were expecting someone to fake it, which is fine. Yeah. It's acting. I get it. But also, it's like you know, you want the authentic, or do you want the fake one? But they wanted authentic. It's usually, like, the oh. fake one. Oh, oh, they did." Yeah, like this usually this the fake one. It, yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. Normally, they'd want it hammed up. 
They do. Oh, yeah. They do. It became the standard because it was made the standard. I wonder how that came about, though. Uh, I blame... I, no, I was going to say transatlantic, but that's like 1930s, 40s. No, noir, no, no, that, that, no, that, that, that's yeah. trans that's exactly it. That's, that's okay, exactly so yeah. what it became. I blame, and then I blame um, Hollywood in the 1930s and 40s making film noir with like Ingrid Bergman and, and uh, Humphrey Bogart. And they all had this, this, it was, it was the way they were taught when they did theater and everything. And when they went to acting school um, because they were taught by all these over the sea, posh british people like from schools so so like oh well hey what you doing over there i'm gonna get you know go to the big who's guy coming in at five and, and yeah exactly so like that accent around the world of, of 80 days yeah that yeah kind of so that accent sort of needed to be clear and concise enough for mm -hmm. the technology back then and that was the thing that they sort of landed upon yeah essentially and then just through years and years of oh well it slowly morphs into super posh you know, Yuri Lowenthal doing a British accent accent. Oh, I love Yuri. That's fine. He's allowed oh, to. Oh, he's great. They're yeah. All, they're all allowed to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah they're all you allowed. get like Guy Ritchie's King Arthur, you know. That kind of... Yeah, but I love mm -hmm. that movie, man. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. I, 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 I will die on this hill. <laughs> he can't do an accent, a normal accent. Like, I think he got roasted going back on like good morning and people are saying is he welsh now what's going his accent was all over the place because he was so americanized now so yeah everyone knows yeah. him as like jacks from sons of yeah, anarchy and i, I just see from. biker grove because oh, of where yeah. when i grew up <laughs> that's right biker grove yeah, that's right um i see for me pacific rim because i i love that yeah. film yeah. and i will die on that hill i don't care yeah. what anyone says great yeah <laughs> the first one tied you forever the new godzilla's out too isn't it the new uh yes. was it minus one yeah but very good thing one, so is it is minus one out or did it did yeah it come I, it's it, wait, not is it out here in america it's out there it's not out here yet oh yeah. okay it's 15 okay. fear but everyone's reviewing it it's online so more. yeah 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 Back to the traditional thing of Americans good. getting stuff first. <laughs> mm. it's quicker, Which when is I was, weird. When I was a kid, though, it was just, you know, just dating myself with age with the VHS is you wait a year for it to come out. Now it's like a yeah. week. Yeah. So it's we not can't like, say anything. The fact that video games launch at the same time, we can't oh, complain so at all. So yeah. good. Love it. Like, I love there, it. There was literally a time when, like, video games, Chris, like you said, with the VHS, anything older style, it would take at least a year, possibly right. longer. Yeah. 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 And one of my favorite articles later. is from Nintendo Magazine way back when, and it was on, it was either Mario 64 or Donkey Kong 64, and they're like, we're sorry, uh, we're updating the projected release date of X Nintendo 64 game that has to do with Mario or something to this date as the updated date. Little did they know that that would change, but it's forever permanently printed in a magazine now right exactly. and that's why i like games it was sort of just a when really coming out you know yeah he had, he had a like a chronicle of disappointment it's supposed to come out here and now it doesn't yeah i used to read nintendo power as well really daisy yourself here boys yeah <laughs> no worry. Shh, they won't no, no. know they won't know we won't say it oh no they will know they'll they'll figure it out people will figure really quick like, it's fine it's fine on yeah. to that though chris you've voiced like as you said, a few games now. What was your favorite thing that you voiced so far that you can talk about oh, publicly? It's the one I talk, can't talk or about. Or is it under NDA? Oh, okay. Oh, it's okay. Under so NDA. We'll, we'll, we'll use right. that one for when we get Chris back again. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So with, uh, we'll do the counter to that. What was your least favorite character to voice, I guess? I will say this, and this is because I never want to 
ever sort of like like slap on slap on devs ever like yeah i don't ever have a least favorite one i think you have experiences that are more stressful um yeah. things you i for those that don't know how a utility actor is someone that's given like 30 npcs to voice yeah. and after the 10th one i'm like i don't know um he sounds <laughs> like this i, I just don't know anymore <laughs> And then I yeah. listen back and they all sound the same. And I want to just slap my head into a concrete pillar because it was like, it's just, there's no, there's no bad ones. Um, there's games that have maybe a lower budget, less like, you know, single dev, but even that with mm -hmm. like, you know, Brodin, it's like, uh, you know, he's an amazing job with one person, insane job even, you know, so that's not always fair, but um, I don't like to do too many NPCs at once. Um, I just did a game called Dark Envoy, and Matt was in that too. And um, yeah. he was the protagonist, and I was just the NPCs. <laughs> and um, that was the that was that yeah, was the fans example. love that man. When yeah. that's yeah. like that's a huge. Oh yeah, there's you get. Uh, well, I think um, not to bring up Elder Scrolls because that's one of our topics we always bring up is um, in Elder Scrolls <laughs> they have like the same five people voicing yep. every yep. single NPC throughout the entirety of. The I series. am great. all over that game. It's like oh no, oh no, oh no. It's it's it's. <laughs> It's somewhat spread out, but there are a couple where I'm like, oh, fooled myself. Didn't recognize that one. Yeah. But the others, I'm like, oh, no, that's definitely me. And then me. Yeah. And then me. In the same room. <laughs> as, for, as someone else from this side of the water, Chris, maybe you'll get this as well. How do you feel with The Witcher? With the accents, like, particularly on the accents, like, not the games. I love yeah, the games. Yeah, that's you know, right. The accents that's right. sometimes are like, it's like, oh, I just stepped into Scotland. This is Edinburgh. Why does he sound like he's from Glasgow? What is so, so, like, with The Witcher and stuff, The Witcher 3 especially, I felt they definitely hide everyone in the UK. They're like, we don't care where you're from. Just come on in. It's a magical world. Because Geralt's going to be doing this the entire time. You know, and that, so it doesn't really matter. As long as Geralt sounds cool. Um, but with the NBCs, some, some, it was all very Cornish. It was Cornish, then Welsh, then Scottish. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, hello, hello there, Witcher. I'm like, <laughs> okay, and, but like it works. I mean, because medieval, like you know, you know, yeah, peasants and Cornish accent. I don't know why we went. Yeah, that. you go to some little hovel town, and it's like, oh, I didn't know we went to the West Country. Okay, right. <laughs> but it's always that. It's like, yes, my lord. It's always that sort of like you know, peasants are Cornish. I don't think the Cornish take too kindly to that, but that's the way the films have projected it. So. Hey, look, well, it's the just... magical world of the UK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, I lived there. I remember. Yes. <laughs> Look, it's the same as with the Irish. Anytime there's an Irish accent, he's either uh, drunk or he's about to start a fight. You know, it's literally... Yeah. So, so speaking of that, uh, I, I've had opportunities and I've got Scottish friends that are actors and Irish friends. I have tried to do the accent without being a stereotype and uh, the response from directors are like, yeah, it was nice. I'm like, no, it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think can you, I can can you give us an example now? Can you give us an example? Oh, no, just think about the terrible, like, you know, <laughs> William, William Wallace, that kind of horrible sort of like... <laughs> I become um, Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically just become Shrek, yeah. So <laughs> embrace Shrek, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Shrek um, is love, like, Shrek is alive. So, the, to go... Uh, <laughs> Shrek is love, yeah. I uh, went back to the um question about the the least favorites so the first game i did and you can is a game called dinosis survival and i was like I, the guy was nice we had a good time it was just me and someone else 
the videos though the streamers memed it so hard i was like oh no <laughs> and then my friend texted me one day he goes did you were you in this game i said why 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 would you ask <laughs> such a specific question um and they were like no people fucking love it i was like oh okay and it, it's a game made with unity unity stuff and i hope everyone mm. gets to spend a dollar and buy it because it's 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 fun and silly but it was made with like unity um which one was that again chris Dinosis survival. Dinosis that, survival. There you go. Everyone needs to go pick that up now. Everyone go pick it up. I'm searching <laughs> up for it right now as we speak. Yes, it's um it is something. <laughs> Dutch media has a lot of dubbing, and the problem with that is that you've got like three it's, Dutch VAs. Yeah. It's five dollars, everyone, on Steam. Pick it up. Help the creator out, and yeah, I'm the only the voice in the entire game. <laughs> oh, there's right. Colden's gonna kill me on that one, Vark. So I don't know if you saw this, Chris, um, no. when they were doing the videos Dude, for yes. Dead House, there's one where they're explaining how like the voting system will work. So like the macro and the micro versions of how like people will be able to interact and you'll be able to vote for this, that, and the other. And one of the rewards, they had some name and Colton kept flubbing the name. And so he just called it the Crimson Sword of Fire. Okay. And that has been memed to the point where like people are going to be angry if that's not in the game. It's like, ah, oh, yes, the crimson sword of fire. <laughs> yes, it needs to happen. We will never let Colton live doing weapon life. commentary on the crimson sword of fire. Oh, yeah. oh, we need that because that's, that's what I that's what I like. I think I think the best part about you being in Dead House now is that those of us who got to play or watch the combat demo, um is is all your weapon commentary is fantastic like i love all the, we, the i actually that remember that we had a we had a um a 10 minute debate about cuirass whether it was cuirass <laughs> i said it's not cuirass don't say cuirass <laughs> but it is cuirass it's cuirass you've just um, made that a thing now chris yeah well, it was it was the thing i was like said, i don't think that's the way we should say it i don't yeah. think that's the I think we may have recorded it both ways. <laughs> so <laughs> has oh, to yeah. be done by oh, Colin. Has to be done by Colin. Yeah. Poor Colin. Yeah. But uh you wouldn't believe though the amount of people that have been streaming that and all, Chris, that we just stopped and listened to that because the voice lines it delivered so incredibly. I still love the one with the where he picks up like the light sword thing. It's like it burns. Why am I still holding? It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I've I saw the um that was the what the, the combat demo thingy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched some of that, it's very cool. It's very cool indeed. But it's in a while though, so like you're saying this and go, Oh yeah, I did say that. Now like looking back, <laughs> yeah, going, yeah. what did I say? Oh no. <laughs> Your voice has become the iconic one for Deadhouse. You and George, they're the ones that stand out the most, especially with the with the, the the cinematic that will be redone at some point with the whole you know they said the vampire it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be cool the uh gosh well memento mori right yeah that's what it was yeah yeah it was the I, I remember the whole the whole dance macabre that's the whole thing i think that was it <laughs> it's right. been a while it's been a while yeah <laughs> of course everything's going to get redone varick don't be teasing me like this is a beat they keep getting me like it's like oh, mike spilling beans like no i'm not i'm nope. very careful <laughs> george <laughs> and dennis can spill beans i have to be careful yes i nearly <laughs> count the beans i did not share them yes <laughs> don't the, start yes 
Jane, yes, the Emperor died in Star Wars. It, he did. Yeah. Well, actually, then, then he didn't because of the new episodes. And yes, somehow, then Pal- somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow Palpatine, somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. <laughs> too much, too much. I, I don't want to. I don't want, oh, God. Don't worry. We'll keep away from that. On to the better yeah, topics. We'll you said you love Elden Ring. What have you been playing lately, Chris? Oh god! I'm actually playing Jedi Survivor right now. I, I had it. I built my wife a PC, and I I came with a free copy of it with the with the um processor. One of the Ooh, fancy cool. new cards. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and um, playing through that, it's it's amazing. It's really good. Yeah, EA makes some good stuff. Um, play a lot lot of um Warhammer. You play Bolt Gun. If you play that, it's really fun. Bolt Gun is on my wish Bolt Gun is on my list. I've been gun playing a lot of is... Dark Tide. Dark Tide's good. Dark Tide's good. I play that too. I've been playing that as well. Um, I get dragged into play that whenever you know I turn on Steam. People go, "Oh, thingy invites you to play Dark Tide." I'm like, "Okay, it's fine." The okay. um the game is great. It just I don't know. It lacks some. Um, I know there's a momentum on some of them. It's, it's, you have to have a really good group for it to be really fun. Otherwise, by yourself, it's a bit of a weird Hug, experience. Hugging it is semi-impossible. You need a group of friends playing it and going through. Like, the updates lately have been amazing. They keep adding more stuff. They'll get to it being great. I just love the music and the atmosphere. Oh, I, I love the whole thing with the ship and everything else. And, yeah, it's it's it's. it's I'm a big Warhammer nerd, so... Uh, hey! Yeah. I'd love, I I'd love to Warhammer. get... We need to get Chris on lines like that. That's what I want for Deadhouse. So in Dark Tide, as you're going along doing things, the characters banter with one another. Yeah. And it'll give out and they'll make off comments either about the environment or if someone picks up too much ammo and all like that. It's like, I need to hear Chris doing Victor's voice for that in Deadhouse. That needs to be a standard. That'd be awesome. If there's ammo in Dead House, that'd be bits. Well, it might, it might be. There might be magical ammo. I'm not sure. Oh, well, you know, there's, there's going to be around. silver tipped crossbows somewhere. Oh, I'm sure at some point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something to get stabbed for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you've been playing Jedi Survivor, and you loved Elden Ring. Ah, so <laughs> my friend made fun of this. Um, so I, I, I tried Dark Souls, and I hated it. I hated it with all not my soul i'm not a dark souls fan either like they don't interest me i can see the appeal but they don't interest me in the so so elden ring was like a bad girlfriend that came back and like an ex-girlfriend said i've changed baby and i'm like no you haven't you're still terrible and, and then i'm like oh wait you have changed and i i got myself kicked across the screen like everyone else did and i was so just angry i'm like why did i buy this and then this weird, like, ride your bike moment happened. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. Oh, God, I get it. I, I understand. I see, I see the Matrix now. And the game is still incredibly hard, but I loved it. The way just the, the map was massive, the, the, the sort of dark fantasy stuff. I loved that. So that was definitely a, they make a new one. Please hire me. That's what I, <laughs> I was going to ask. I, would you ever join a FromSoft game if they, if they make oh, one? They hire I will. you. Join anyone that wants to hire. <laughs> I'm not really that funny. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's getting the auditions, but some yeah, that's all a lot behind agents and casting directors. So you don't. George, really you've got cover. work to do. Yeah, George. <laughs> George, you need to get yeah, him in George, a from software game. Yeah, please chop chop. <laughs> I I had that moment, Chris. I was very similar. So when I first played Dark Souls when it came out, I was the same. I just didn't get it. I'm like, I don't understand this. This this is not enjoyable. Skip Dark Souls two at the time. Bloodborne came out. Yes. And I'm like, okay, it's a from software game. Didn't like Dark Souls, but this is my aesthetic. The grim, yes. dark, the Victorian. I like yep. everything painted on this. <laughs> is like 
this is my game. And I like, right. I was determined to like this. So I got it. I think that's fair. Determined. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's the, once the aesthetic snaps in, I think you yeah. become determined. Like, no, no, I am going to beat this. <laughs> you don't need and to do I it. I had that do. moment that you talked about. The, the, the I see the matrix. It clicked. <laughs> yeah. It just clicked for me. And for me, it was actually fighting the cleric beast. Yes. As yeah. like fighting a hammer in my head, literally throwing my head against that wall a load of times because your first time doing it. And if you don't know Souls games, it's 10 times harder. Yeah. And then when I beat it, I was like, yes, I knew it. And, oh, wait, hello. Ding. That's when yeah. it ticked. That's what it got for me. Couldn't do Sekiro, though. I, I'm just terrible at that game. Great game. I'm just terrible at it. But Elden Ring, when that came out, and the company I was working at, not going to say which on air, but there's a games company. It impacted the entire company. Like three quarters of the company booked time off <laughs> specifically for that coming out. And most of us were like, we're not even lying. I was like, oh, we're booking this weekend and Monday and Tuesday. Oh, why? Why? Elden Ring's coming out. Like it actually impacted thinking. I'm sure there's a few games that it actually impacted, <laughs> as you said, funny. productivity across That's loads of really people funny. took it. And two of the guys that I worked with on my team, like no lifed it. Like they literally went through mm -hmm. and they had no lifed it by the weekend. Like they had it done. I'm like, what in the how? Yeah, how? Not, me. not me. I knew the game was gonna be challenging when you walk out, that thing you know, gets you. And like, okay, it's mm. fine. And then um the big golden knight's like, ha ha, and just one shots you. And then you come back later and I said, look, come here, come here. And you slap him and kill him. <laughs> it's very, very rewarding at the end of it. Especially when you go down the route of like, I like Varric here. I'm a big fan of Berserk. So everything has to be oh, your strength yes. build at the start. You know? <laughs> but Berserk with the, uh, the big boinky sword is, um, the one you get in the game that is literally Guts' sword. I'm like, yes. this, this is not even a subtle light <laughs> nod. Oh, yeah, no, they're not subtle about it no, at all. No. For Elden Ring. Well, it, it was is... the, the moon blades in every game, too. You can, you can some... flick through it, like even the Hill of Swords, loads of all very directly. Like they're very blunt about it. It's not even like a sly or, sh <laughs> oh, this is kind of, no, this is very much, even down to the merchants, the, the whole lot. Yeah. That's Varric. The... My first from software game was Kingsfield on the PS1, followed by Armored Core 1, 2, and 3. Didn't pick up another till Dark Souls 1. Armored Core is great. See, I liked, I loved Armored I'm Core back, back in the day. I like it, I but I'm Armored bad at Core. it. Yeah, and um, well, there's a game I just played as well. They made Tenchu too, and I freaking love Tenchu. Tenchu was But have awesome we gotten game. another one? No. I want another I mean, I guess you could say Sekiro is a Tenchu-like, but it's not exactly. What I love about I the Tenchu is when you've done the assassinations, if you snuck into one of the places you've done the assassinations, it had that really cheap, shitty kung fu type thing at the blood spurt. Yep, that's like the best oh, yeah. that's Kurosawa the kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, yes, you reminded me of games that played. I, I beat the crap out of uh, Fires of Rubicon, the new Armored Core. I really oh. enjoyed from software yeah. again. I was like, yeah, that game was frustrating beyond belief but again i was like i've done elden ring i can do this uh, <laughs> in the face i'm like this is stupid i was i was so angry just having a <laughs> but it's a good game though really fun game i love the armor core games i played like one and two and i haven't played any of them since but i've played like demos of the different ones when they came out you know back mm -hmm. when they used to have demo discs Oh, yeah, okay. Again, uh, we're facing ourselves throughout this entire I demo discs, man. I miss demo discs. Uh, the the, the of Eric have still yes, yet one, to beat Armored Core yes, 6. One. <laughs> <laughs> They've, um, they, they were always amazing games, and I'm terrible at them. I love mech games, but I'm always bad at it. Either resource yeah. management or just getting wrecked. 
yeah, yeah. I, I started on net games are kind of a love affair i think because i like mech warrior way back when which yeah, then, man, uh, mech warrior is great too and now it's got evolved you know the newer version is, is armored core and the, the the sexier version and I, I i love it as well really fun you know bit of a button mashy one but it, it's it's fun though i enjoy it that's why there needs to be a few more of those ones because um as i was talking to calypso as well before we were starting i've been looking through my backlog and i'm determined that this coming year i'm going to clear my backlog and i made a nice little list and yeah. i'm like okay i'm going to approach this pragmatically every one of them is over 60 hour games i'm like i'm starting to see why i haven't finished these whereas it, anything that's in the arcade you know pick up play for a little while put down easy i yeah same with my steam library i was like i have put in 100 hours into the witcher and i, I load up the day and i was like I don't know what I was doing. So I, I just turned it back off again. <laughs> I don't remember what he I was doing. He said it. I'm allowed to talk about it. He said it again. The Witcher. <laughs> he did. He said it. He yeah. said it. I we were talking I, about I... The Witcher earlier too. And uh, I'm determined to at least finish The Witcher 3 the end of this year. By like yeah, December. I, I will finish it. I, yeah, Christmas, I agree. I'm going to finish it. Because I put, I started my Witcher 3 journey like two years ago, I guess. On and off. Actually, I'm still on my first playthrough. Me I'm too. at the Don't last worry. boss. Don't worry, I'm, I'm not there. Twenty hours in, and it's taking. Let me... me. Oh, I'm I'm lying to you, boys. I got my Steam thing right here. Hang on, Baldur's Gate. How did I avoid that one? Plus two hundred hours of oh. four hundred forty hours. Yeah. Oh, Scara, Scara missed it a while ago. Uh, there's a particular game that Chris actually voices that you've been annoying me about lately. Which one? I just said <laughs> Grim Dawn. Yes, Grim Dawn. That's oh, the yeah. one. Yep, yep. <laughs> and you voice who? Uh, the Vicar of Salon. Actually, I can send you the link. Hang on, I may have it. I actually may have it. Hang on, if you want to see it. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. And Block Plus is um, Calypso here. will edit this in when he gets to yes, the edit. Don't, don't no, worry, no. everybody. I'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> Let me find this really quick because it's uh, if I can here, but but yeah, while I'm hunting for this, so yeah, the uh, Baldur's Gate big one played love that really enjoyed that too um halo infinite come i'm a halo kid it's never never going away yes i love halo i don't care what anyone says they can talk all the crap they want but i just i i like it so when you were there from the beginning chris you see, again aging ourselves again it it, it hits different they don't understand <laughs> no, they, they don't. don't understand <laughs> uh let me try and find it hang on a second i think oh, that's found it. i think I found it. Oh, found great it. Great. You're going to clear your backlog and buy 10 more games this year, finish three of them and put the rest in your backlog. Or probably buy a load of other games and then go back to playing the same crap that I play yeah, all the time. Yeah, not do any. Stuff over and over and over again, not play anything new. I need to be in the mood to play certain games. Like No, that's a real thing. That's a real I thing. I will I'll have I have The Witcher here. 3 installed. I have The Witcher Make 3 it. is a perma install for me. Ah, there we uh, go. Thank you. We will get back to this in a minute. All right, guys. Yep. Got, uh, people, are you ready to hear the Vicar of Salai? We're doing this live, but don't worry, I'll fix it in post. Yep, there you go. Yeah. You show promise. Perhaps you would be of value to Salial. It remains to be seen if the emissary was right about you. Salile does not need your help, your help. but yeah. <laughs> that does not mean we cannot benefit one another. Only those willing to make any sacrifice, to go to any ends necessary are of use to Salile. The world is ripe with power for the taking, if you have the will to, will to claim it. it. Yeah, I remember Bismil this. Bismillah and <laughs> to manipulate events to gleam a favorable future. Salile knows that the mighty carve their own future. 
That is awesome. Yeah. Very <laughs> rad. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Thank you. I had to dig that out. I keep, I keep clips on the on the YouTube page. And I, it's from a website, so I can like backlink to it. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, let me see. But that, yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. Um, there we um, go, Scara. That's a uh, uh, most RPG uh, keep, keep quest logs for remembering where you were to jog your memory. No, that doesn't work at all. When you're playing The Witcher, you've forgotten the previous forty hours that you spent running around. Yeah, this other right. part yeah. Of the Northern Kingdom. I'll have bits and pieces <laughs> in my memory of what happened last time, but otherwise, I have no idea what's going on. Thankfully, no, The Witcher right. Three has a recap of what happened in the main story. That's that's oh oh RPG quest logs. Yeah, the problem is. The quest, I, I see you say the quest logs. Yes, I agree. The The problem is, I'll have because I am a completionist, I'll have all the quests, and I'll be like, What, where do I begin? And it becomes this <laughs> massive shopping list. And I'm like, I'm gonna panic and turn off the game. <laughs> you know, the more... meme it shows Gandalf, you know, when you log back into a game after six months, I have no memory of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know this place, yeah, exactly. Um. This but is yeah, why I had to restart my mage on Elden Ring. Of course, there are no logs for Soulsborne. No, Elden Ring is a weird one because you can kind of just wander around. And once you play it through, you know where you're going. But it's kind of the whole wandering around. Oh, that's a big fella. Oh, I'm, I'm dead. And you're kind, of, <laughs> you're kind of wonder. And then once they're sort of dead, you go, oh, it's it's clear now. The, you know, you've got the NPC guys wandering around you fight, but the big boys are gone. And you're like, okay, cool. I've done this bit. And you kind of retrace your steps a bit. It's it's weird, but it does work. It's weird yeah. how you remember stuff. So, Amazing yeah. design to get that to work. Like one of my favorite parts that I love to Elden Ring with their boss fights. And there's very few games I see this in. When I die to a boss in Elden Ring, I'm not screaming at the screen or like, oh, that's BS or bullshit mechanics or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, no, I, did. <laughs> I didn't dodge there. I should have dodged there. It's like, that's my mistake. I should have done that. There's other games, I'm not going to name Diablo 4, but there's other games where I've been fighting bosses and just you're one shot out of another. Like, what happened? How did, what? I don't even understand how I died. But in Elden Ring, it's like, oh, I just got clapped by a massive axe. Okay. Better yeah. not dodge that next time. You know? It was the, the mixture of the when you're in the lake on the horse and the big dragon just comes in and nukes everything. Yeah. I actually screamed in terror. I was I don't do well with jump scares. Um and my wife is really wants to stream like alien isolation games like that where I'm just gonna be terrified the entire time. <laughs> oh um, do Chris, please I'd I'd watch that. That. I'd watch that. <laughs> it's just gonna, it'll be me crying into a pillow for the most of the game, really. <laughs> That's basically it. Speaking um, of, we will also link that. Uh, Calypso will link it afterwards on the yeah. chat. Uh, Chris, give a shout out for your Twitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, twitch.tv. Chris Sharps VO is my Twitch. All right. So, y'all um, need to go follow Chris and keep requesting he do horror and jump <laughs> yeah. scary games. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The entire Dark Pictures anthology. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what do you think of those games, Chris? Have you tried any of those kind of more narrative based ones? You know, that's which, more of a which, walk -in? Like the Dark Pictures one, like Man of Medan. Have I you played any of those? Hilarious. They're kind of like they're, Telltale they're like, games. Yeah. Oh, Telltale. I played all the Telltale stuff. I, I played uh, the Batman one, the Love Guardians Batman. of the Galaxy. Um, Wolf Among Us is like the, one of the best things I've ever played. Legend. I love it's that class. game. It's class. I absolutely Great. love it. Um, Number two is supposed but, to be coming out at some point. Finally, oh god, eventually, ten years later. But like Telltale went, went out of business, or they, or they had they they folded for a bit and then came back. They folded and then they came back. Yeah, that was the thing. 
but now I was a, I was a big fan of uh, point and click games. That was how yeah. I grew up. I love Discworld, Discworld Two, Discworld, Monkey Island. Uh, Monkey Island. My thing was Gabriel Knight. I loved Gabriel Knight. That was a cool thing. Um, what else was there? Uh, Full Throttle. Any Lucas Arts? I would. Yeah, I miss Lucas Arts so much. I miss yeah. Lucas Arts so much. Oh. I know. Yeah. I know. I know it's a pity to come back. I wish they would come back or Double Fine would do Hopefully. something. Hopefully. Yeah. Get another studio. Same people. Just move, make a new studio and do other stuff. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. I mean, but now everything's a remaster. That's that's what's happening. They're kind of going back and literally they're going back and like saying, well, this was good, so we're going to remake it. Yes, Gabriel Knight. The second one with the werewolves was my personal favorite. But I play all three. Three was like a weird like cult one. First is a voodoo one, and it had Mark Hamill in it, which was kind of cool. I was, like, I was like, what a weird flex from Mark Hamill, but he was doing everything at that point, so it kind of made yeah. sense. I think it was um, going through, like, the Monkey Island games that brought it into, for me, like, my taste in games leaning more towards, like, the only way you could describe it is as British comedy. Oh, quirky. For yeah. Quirky. Rare, yeah. Rare games, um, Fable, anything. I, oh, Python Dwarfish. Fable is was, amazing. Fable is amazing. Um, I don't know I what was, he's doing now. What is, is it, maybe he retired. There's a new one. There's a new one coming. There isn't. There is a yeah, new but one it's coming. Not, yeah. It's not Molyneux though. Well, I wonder what Molyneux is doing. No, it's um, Richard uh, Aodi is. That was such a great choice. Yeah. That was amazing. And that's see, that's a really interesting one. So he's done mostly screen stuff bbc it crowd mm. all that stuff like he's always been on screen um and also D dark Marenghi's dark there's darth Marenghi's dark place which is also fantastic yeah. um but yeah that's a real people say like oh you know you know don't put it on a voice and you just do your voice his voice is so unique and not always in the good way but when people want him they book him you know it's mm. like you know, i want his voice um, you very yeah. much want richard that's who you're getting. <laughs> right, right. Versus someone else putting on a voice. This guy, you know, sounds like he doesn't care anyway. So, like, it just kind of goes right <laughs> into it. But it works, though. It really... And, and it worked in the Fable trailer. I said, oh, God, that's a good choice. Because he was, like, so nonchalant in the trailer. And I was like, this actually is brilliantly done. So, <laughs> so yeah. It's that type of humor that's very unique. It is, the only thing is, like, slapstick British comedy. The, like, as I said, the Monty Python, the Red Dwarf, that yeah. kind of... A, yeah, the oh, campy, yeah. cheesy but it works yes. it just works so that's why I like Matthew Berry I don't know if you guys watch uh, What We oh, Do yeah. In The Shadows I yes. Yes. What we do in the shadows is great. cry with laughter it's so funny New York City I still <laughs> find uh, it's so good I He's was brilliant. actually going to ask uh, because you're you're an English person um, have you seen I'm sure you have obviously the answer is going to be yes is Toast of London you watch yes London, yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really cool thing about that which i you know I, I sort of like i have a hobby of kind of going through imdb and seeing where people have gone what they've gone on to do you know it, but one of the things um in the booth with uh you know clem fandango is mark downey who's done a lot of stuff and he yeah. you know i i loved him before all that stuff but he's you know gale in boulder's gate now um, which is a huge thing. And I don't think he realizes how, I think he's quite surprised by how big it is. He's in all this stuff and it's like, this game is the biggest thing. He's like, <laughs> okay, that's weird. Um, but it's also one of those things where you just don't know where people are going to pop up next. I'm always kind of like curious about that. It's always a fun thing to look at, for, at least for me. I, I find it enjoyable. 
We're curious to see then where you'll pop up next, Chris. Oh, yeah. I can tell you. I can tell. I can, I can tell, tell you, you under under a penalty of death. <laughs> no, I can. I, I will. I will just say December seventh, and that you will have to Google the rest. Is that us? So, so y'all yeah, keep an eye on that. I just have to laugh at Calypso. He's like, Chris, as a British person, does anyone remember that episode of South Park? Malcolm McDowell comes. Hello, I am a British person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I love Malcolm McDowell as well. Yeah, God, John Hurt, Malcolm McDowell, these great actors. That see, my one of my favorite things I've read, and I don't know if it's true, but um, the reason why Game of Thrones has a Northern accent was because of Sean Bean, because at the time he was the biggest billing when they did that show. Mm-hmm. So apparently, they said they said. Sean, do you want to do like an English, like a Southern accent? He goes, "Fuck no!" I said, that, "That's <laughs> so everyone had to learn how to do Northern accent, which I think is fantastic." You know, Sean Bean doesn't change; it's just Sean Bean. It's just like yeah. I'm not changing anything I'm doing. I'm just going to be myself, and I'm going to get paid for it. Like, God, that's that's what I want. <laughs> There's yeah. a few actors that get away with that. Sean Bean's one of those. Just it, 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 you're booking him. Yes, it. Yeah, yeah, you're booking yeah. Sean Bean, <laughs> and he'll probably die at some point because that's become his thing. Well, see, my thing was I watched him um, back in the '90s. God, I'm so old. But the um, when Sharp came out, and my last name that became a joke joke in middle school, and I was like, "Ah, this is good. This is this is good now." But no, I'd I'd love to see a reboot of that series. Um, But it's 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 dated now, so I'm not sure it'll. I, see, I don't know. I didn't know it went on for so long because I started. I watched Sharps Rifles a couple of years ago because I read this other, this historical book series, and I was like, "This is really good." Are there any shows like this? And then I got found turned on to like Con Eagle Day oh, and stuff yeah. like that. And I started wa- watching Sharps Rifles, and I was like, "This is fantastic." I didn't know that it ran for so long. Oh, and that there was that it went on show. for massive years. Show. I had no idea. And like I've been trying to watch more of it, but I can only find the first yeah, part. Yeah, so it's only in America oh, that shows get cancelled after three seasons. Yeah, it pisses me off. Like this is like Ooh, that's a whole should, separate is, thing. Yeah, John Bean should be doing this today still. You know, it should be the one thing that he constantly comes back to. Sharp's you know? wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I want to see eighty-year-old Sean Bean rolling around carrying a musket. Damn it. You know, he used to fire a fucking rifle. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Um, I, that's that's one thing too with nostalgia. I kind of so like for us, it's kind of like you know they know they're doing little fishings. Remember this? Then the South Park member berries. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah. We're like, oh, I'll take my money. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember? <laughs> and um, now I'm like, stop, please yeah. stop. Yeah. Like, it's I'm been milked to now. death. I appreciate yeah. what you've done, and I'm very grateful you've given us this. But enough we we have been placated <laughs> you know the 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 baby bird thing is just insane the whole the whole you know two seasons and cancel it because there's so much content now yeah. uh, i was talking about this unless i don't and it's i can see why they do it but also no one will ever get invested in a show again because why yeah. bother in two seasons you're going to kill off the story i'm not going to watch it uh, just me personally you know there's, there's that and added to the fact of because you'll remember this chris Back in the day, you'd limited channels. Yes, four of them. So, <laughs> it was four yeah. of them. When it was five. after dinner, <laughs> yep. and it was time for everyone to sit in front of the TV, 
there was two or three shows on, depending on who your family were, depict what shows were watched. Right. And it didn't matter if you liked that or not. You ended up liking that. You were conditioned. You had to. You like had to pro- it was Stockholm Syndrome with the yeah. full channels. Yeah, you basically. You became yeah. invested in that. And that's what they're pulling on the nostalgia now is because of that. But they'll never have that because too much choice. We are literally spoiled for choice, choice now. And with this many different people, you've got this many different options. So nothing yeah. can ever be like a super big thing. It can only get to a certain point of but, largeness, you know? Yeah, yes, yes, and no. Because like I felt the yeah, obviously pre-pandemic stuff. Yeah. What were the two biggest shows in the in the late tens? Like if you had the top of your head, two biggest shows on TV all the time. Uh, it's like Game of Thrones. Okay, Game of Thrones. And and something walking walk, dead something yeah walking, walking dead, dead. that that were they were the two quote unquote water cooler shows and you went to yeah. work and you were talking about that they were the biggest ones there were other shows doctor who yeah it's true and doctor who has its place <laughs> yeah but there, it's 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 more so the that they were the excitement shows like every yeah. week and you know oh don't spoil and now it's like consume so quick i saw this tonight it's crap oh cool I, uh, yeah. so mm-hmm. i'm very picky with what i watch now um we watched uh pluto which an, an anime series fantastic it's it's fantastic like really watch it if you uh okay. want a good like like blade runner-esque story but it's also oh. an astro boy origin story it's very All right. it's very cool Ooh. i really Ooh. loved it i really loved it um but yeah, yeah, a lot of those shows, it's just, it, there's so much content. You're right. There's so much now, you can't pay attention to everything. There's no possible way you can watch yeah. everything and like everything. So I'm very there's... picky. So that's why they make so much, I think. I didn't I watch think... Game of Thrones till like after, I think it was like the fifth season ended. Yeah. Because yeah. like everyone was going on about it. So my thing is, I've aversion to anything like that. So if everyone's like, you have to watch it, it's like, no. Uh, yes. no. And I <laughs> stay away from it until all the mm-hmm. hype is cooled down and I can enjoy it at my own pace because otherwise people will spoil it. And like you said, with the internet today, like the new, the new episode of Game of Thrones is on the thing. It's like, I can't even open Twitter now. There will yeah. be spoilers. I can't, I can't interact with social media until I've watched yeah. it right. because and there that's... will be spoilers. And they're like, that's the way it is. I'm like, well, yeah, it could be. But like, I managed to wait for Endgame. I did a complete internet embargo for, for two months. And I was like, and I went and saw it. I'm like, oh, thank God. I got to enjoy this and no one spoiled it. I literally walked in with my headphones on, like my, my AirPods into the, into the cinema. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to hear someone talking about it, breathing about it, nothing. I want to get in yeah, there. That's a good strategy. I yeah, feel that's the way it is for games now too. Like 2023 has been a banger year for great games like from indie stuff to like triple a or double a or whatever it's all been spoiled absolutely what do you reckon for game of the year oh man um personally only one builder's gate i mean it's gonna be builder's gate it's gonna be i mean like i would like it to be zelda but it's probably going to be Baldur's gate you're right like that guy i think it's because i came so blank out of nowhere like everyone knew zelda was going to be a good game but Baldur's yeah. Gate, I think, blindsided people. Not a Zelda yeah. fan. It's Zelda. I, it's Zelda. I have a Switch. I play. I play Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I'm the God. I'm gonna cancel this. I'm sure. It's a <laughs> great. It's a great game. It's not a Zelda game. It's True. a very great game, but it is not just because they slap a Zelda skin on. I'm so that I like. I was like, I don't like the weapons breaking. I had real problems with that. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah, and it was just endurance it, mechanics pissed me off in games. And I was just like, this seems. Un- I mean, it did well. It's superb, and everyone loves it. I I played it and I enjoyed it. I'm like, this just didn't feel the same way most Zelda games feel. I was like, okay, fine, you know. But they're trying to reboot it and stuff, and yeah. but it's a whole new world. So I get it. I do get what it. What I it's... would like to have seen them done, which again, this is all like hype hypotheticals, because you'll never tell Nintendo what to do. You'll never get like yeah, Nintendo never. does what they're going never. to do. That's it. Take the original Zelda, the Legend of Zelda, and just make that in like Breath of the Wild graphics. Literally. Yeah, like, no, wake up. Yeah. Here it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, hand it, and then get out. And then yeah, you have man, to figure out where man, the hell you're going, man. what's going on. I know they're kind of like that in Breath of the Wild, but like you said, there's too many complicated mechanics and stuff like that. Just keep it simple. Keep it very simple, very basic, down to what the original game was. I'm an Ocarina of Time fan. That's just oh, me. Yeah. That's one no, of my favorite ones. The, linear, the, the, the <laughs> sort of linear, but it's open world, but it's not too big. Sandbox you is know, the way. Sandbox. sandbox. Mm-hmm. And like you can get away with it. Like, I've played maybe 20 minutes of Breath of the Wild with with a friend, um, and all I did was spend that 20 minutes hunting and res- and wrestling horses, yeah. trying to get horses. That's all My I did. First two was runs it through fun? Breath yeah, of the Wild. yeah. But like, it's not. I mean, because I haven't played it enough of it or whatever. Mm. It was good, but my love of Zelda is like Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time. I love the Twilight more Princess. Yeah, linear sort of Zelda games. That and Ocarina were my two favorites. I yeah, didn't but... enjoy Majora's Mask as much as I have a fondness Still a good game. for the weird time travel but... Majora's Mask. I have a fondness for it. So, Jaina makes a good point here in the chat. Yeah. People just forgot the beta existed. And Oh, no, there. Uh, <laughs> I think you skitched for a second there. Let's go on again. People just forgot that. We did. We skitched it. Yeah, but true. but well, so my wife was yeah. playing the alpha, and I was, and I, and I, my original thought was like, "Good God, this is generic." Like I was like, "This is so boring." Like I watched it play, I'm like, I mean, it's it looks nice, but oh, and God, foot and mouth syndrome. If I ever say something's bad buy it put stock in it because i'm always wrong <laughs> historically i'm always the reverse but when i played it i was like oh this got polished oh my god this got but that took five years guys five yeah. years that's a long yeah. time to polish five a game. years with a mountain of developers like a lot of people right and larry mm. larian came out i mean and larian is an indie studio are they not um, technically, yeah. Yeah, Te- not, technically they're, they're indie but the amount of people and in- professional publishing and stuff i think they sort of skirt the line between double a and yeah. solo but the, like but, the, but, the, but, the, but they're not triple a and that that's the bit that i think blew everyone yeah. away was no. like you don't need to have you know two big letters in front of your name you know you know i'm talking about wink wink yeah <laughs> you know make your game um good or or valid and that was just amazing and of course you, you can't even argue like the the performances are insane it's insanely good. They cast everyone really well. Every NPC sounds like a whole storyline. I don't know how they did it. Like every NPC you talk to, I'm like I am curious about what this person is doing. Like it, it's crazy. Good game uh, design right there. The yeah. fact that that draws you in straight away. Great game design. Like the the the, the, the little uh, the little tiefling girls. Like hello, I'm gonna. T-. I was like 
I want to know all about why you're a thief. This is great. <laughs> like, like, I'm looking forward to that. I've been staving off it, and I was like, I'm going to get it, but I'm going to see it. I'm like, it's probably going to end up on Game Pass. And then about two weeks ago now, I think. I'm not too yeah. sure when, but it was the evening. It was evening time here in Ireland, and Larian put out a tweet going, yes. hey, we're going to release a deluxe boxed edition. I'm like, son of a bitch. Okay. Yes, uh, take like my money. Away, it was like, okay, take just, my yeah, money. Okay. I'm, I'm so, <laughs> they said cloth map. That's all it takes, apparently, to get me. Yeah, cloth, cloth map. map. I just <laughs> found my Dragon Age cloth map. <laughs> Oh, Dragon Age is another good one. It's another great yeah. one with narrative I love. Um, yeah. The best thing, so that one too is the one I want with the statue is Space Marine too. It's not, it's been delayed. I'm like, I'm like yeah. I just want the big Tyranid statue. I just need, <laughs> I don't need, do we need it? No, but do I need it? Yes. That was a great <laughs> example of how the internet views things. Cause I've been waiting as well for that. And I was like, it, it was up on the Xbox store and on Steam and all. It's just like coming soon. It doesn't say when, right? And then they release the thing saying, hey guys, I know we didn't have a release date, but we're delaying it to this. And you instantly see the divide. You've got impatient people that don't understand game development. And all like, oh, this is a disgrace. Blah, 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 blah. But anyone else, I was like, wow, that sucks. I can't wait. I hope it's good. They need to my, do like, it needs work. It obviously needs work. My, Take the time and make it well. That is my thing. I don't, number one, you know, I don't, I don't work in game dead by friends mm. that do. Crunch is awful. It yeah. shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. But, you know, there are investors. There are, you know, deadlines that must be met. I understand that. But you should not see your family. Yeah. It's, you yeah. know, it will it will come out. You know, I wish that Project, you know, CD Projekt had, like, you know, wait on Cyberpunk. Say, guys, we screwed up. It's, it's um, at least six more months. Fine. No one would care. But again, if there's already contracts in place, you know, the finance yeah. work, we are not privy to all this business stuff and they make legal requirements to release it X, Y, and Z. So it's already been advertising done. Yeah. Stuff is right, you, up and ready. All kinds my, my of... sister works in, in advertising for, I won't tell you, but it's, it's, it's a yeah. stripey, co stripey company. She mm -hmm. does advertising for that. Um, um, and, and she's told, she's told me stuff where like, no, once the ball's rolling, you've got to yeah. get out of the way. Like, it's just yeah. the way it is. And I'm sure it applies across businesses. Um, especially if like you go up the ladder into like bigger game studios, like if you're talking oh, yeah. Nintendo, it Sony, Microsoft, it's probably, EA, like... it's probably Mercer. I don't even begin to pretend I just do, I just do funny voice, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do any other stuff, but, but it, but things that, you know, I'd rather wait that I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I'd rather yeah. you wait and make this an astonishing release. Exactly. Then release something and then make us the QA. I, yeah. I, I, that's a problem. I think, but again, that's that's just the industry. But um, you know, releasing and then having the people that buy the game fix it—that's what alpha and beta is for. In my, yeah. you can correct me, but that's in my that's knowledge. How, that's yeah. what it should be for. That's, but yeah, that's according to a bunch of companies, that's not what it's for. There's two. There's two parts. So number one, yeah, I'm on board exactly with that, Chris. My attitude is always like, oh, it's delayed until the end of next year. Well, I have a huge backlog of crap I haven't right. even it's, gotten it's, to it's, yet, so that's okay. It's not we for lack wait. of content. That's the <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Is that we act like oh, yeah, the, yeah, the the olden days of the 1990s. <laughs> But when no one was alive, uh, <laughs> kids are kids are rapidly googling what is 1990. Was anyone yes. alive? It back depresses then? me. The late 1900s, grown adults years ago. right now that were not alive in the 90s, and it makes me sad. Now this twenty, this twenty-year-olds when I moved here, I'm like now they're twenty. I'm like okay, you know, part of getting yeah. old is fine. But you yeah. know, I, I I do agree with it. It's it's like. Again, but I speak from a point of ignorance. I don't know the mechanics. I don't know the legalities, the investors, all the stuff that people are putting pressure on saying, 
everyone has a job, but that one person might be saying, get this out. Like, that's the job. And Project don't forget management. the golden rules. Yeah. He who has the gold makes the rules. And yes, if he who yes. has the gold said the game is releasing on this date, it's releasing on that date, whether it's done or not. But That's see, we now, we now we now live though in such a wonderful time. Like it's a double-edged sword of having yeah. yeah the internet and Steam and stuff. But now you can patch it. When games were broken before, that was yeah. it. You couldn't do anything with that it. Was that it. was it. We yeah. busted. You know. But now I can drop in. You know, I mean, Cyberpunk still dropping in a, a working transit system to the metro next week. Yeah, I heard about Lar that. Yeah. Larian's done another massive patch. I'm like. The game is getting more polished. I mean, you're making super diamonds now. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So it yeah, I, I'm I'm all about that. I'm all about that. So and then there's fun. the other side when we were talking about alpha and betas and testing games, right? A public perception that has been ruined by marketing oh. and modern development. Now you get people. It's like, oh, pay to get early access to the beta. That's not a beta. That's a marketing thing. Yeah. Like betas is the game busted. The game doesn't have textures, maybe all the mechanics don't work and all like that, but now, they've used it, it as a marketing tool and people think, right. oh, well, they're they're in beta, so it should be out in three months. It's like, no, no, that's no, not no. how that works. If you pre-order the beta, you get <laughs> access to the beta, but by doing so, you're saying, hey, we've tested this, but we want you to break it because you know we're going to. Yeah. And that is good because the game set out, but with, with like, Baldur's Gate that for five years in yeah. alpha and beta, so that's a long time to fix things. So oh, the yeah. fact is they got that far, it worked. But I mean, people had to be patient. And that, yeah. that's a big thing. And people, they like said, people just don't have the patience. It's all now, 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 instant gratification, which is fine. But you have to understand that, you know, people have families and stuff and you want to go to I work. I TikTok. I yeah. blame TikTok and there's no one oh, has yeah. an attention span anymore. I know I'm probably <laughs> wrong, but I don't care. I'm blaming TikTok anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I need it now. It's like, there's like 400 games came out in the past year. Like, go play literally any one of those. I like, just pick stuff like, that's bargain bin. They're on sale. I'm like, ooh, I want that. You know, I got The Witcher for $9. I'm like, this thing cost like $80 when it first came out. You know, I was like, okay. Yeah. That's what my Steam wish list is. It's a yeah. bunch of games that I'm waiting for Steam to tell me that they've been dramatically reduced. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because like yeah. um like Bolt Gun was a fun one. Like I'm I like I bought almost all the Warhammer games, like almost mm. all of them. Um Gothic Armada. My, my friend gifted me Gothic Armada, then I bought two, then I bought Battle Sector, then I bought Space Hulk, the you know, Deathwing, then I bought this. And they're not all great. Some are great, some are okay, some are amazing. And then I got, uh, was it Chaos Gate Demon Hunters, which, you know, yeah. giant Terminator stamping about. So I'm like, ah, the, the, as dumb as this sounds, the selling point was the cutscene where you literally just run up and go, oh, brother, and then kick through a wall. And I just like, that is stupid. And it's selling me, but it's great. So. Uh, my one that I picked up recently that I had, it went on discount and I haven't got to play it yet is Hired Gun. Play Have you played one, that one? Mm -mm, no. Necromunda Hired Gun. Oh, oh Necromunda! Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's on my list too. That's on my list too. Looks wild. I'd be curious. Wild. I was told it's Doom in 40k, like Soul. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, that that's what um Bolgan is. Bolgan is like old school Doom, pixelated yeah, but in Warhammer universe. It okay, looks here we go. Baller. So I'll give you, I'll give you the full list here. I <laughs> 40k Battle Sector, 40k Bolt Gun, 40k, 40k Chaos Gate Demon Hunters, 40k Dark Tide, 40k Dawn of War, 40k Dawn of War Two. Dawn of War 2 Chaos Rising, Dawn of 2, um, 40k Mechanicus, and uh, 40k Space Marine. So, and then Warhammer Vermintide. So pretty much everything, you know, yeah, so. 
I've uh, been busy. <laughs> Dramatically reduced and hope you have enough in your bank account to pay for it. If not, looks like ramen noodles for that, the next yeah. week. Yeah. Well, that, that's why you get the sales. The Steam sales are there. Yeah. Um, Steam is Steam yeah. sales, AK. Just give me your damn money. How much have you got yeah. in your wallet? Just give it to me. Rogue, just give me just give it to me now, now, now. Yeah. Dara, yeah. I have my eye on Rogue Trader in four days. I've been keeping an eye on that. I'm curious. Yeah. You're going to pick that one up, Chris? Yeah, definitely will. Definitely one more thing to buy for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> too more 40k. We, we need games. to organize a night. And you need to jump in with us. We all play some uh, Dark Tide. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be one of those that. other people going, You're on Dark Tide here. You're online. Chris is online. Come on. Come, come, come play. Come play. That's, <laughs> that's, that's literally what Discord is for. I have groups of people that play the various games. So I can just go mm. jump in that one, play this, jump in that one, play this. Because they play the same game all the time, but no one plays any different games. <laughs> it's always the one group playing. Final Fantasy or playing uh Dark Tide and like okay cool you one two and three <laughs> so we've easier. been we've been on a weird rotation in my personal discord lately it goes between Dark Tide Diablo 4 and Monster Hunter Monster Hunter there's a weird one. Monster Hunter Rise I don't know if it's oh, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah sorry I, I think for a second yeah the Monster Hunter yeah I played that game originally and I was like this is Dark Souls again. Like, like you don't know the, the hell <laughs> monster. Like, I hate this. Like, it just it's, it's boss rush the video game. It's just disguised as you hunting monsters, but it's it, a boss rush video. It game. is That's worth it for the cutscene with the cats cooking. That just yes, me. that is adorable. I love I that. that. Yeah, I love just adore that cutscene. Like, how much work when this one cutscene? Not only do? that, if you ever like, that's that's in World. Did you get into Iceborne? No, There's another cutscene with the Grand Meowster where it's an old woman cat. Yeah, it's your grandma amazing. cooking all up the stew and all like that. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. No, no, it was, it was, it was the, uh, just the one where they're like doing all this stuff, the power yeah. engine moves for cooking, which is great. Yeah, I love it. I loved it. Um, but yeah. That sells um, quite a bit on it as well, like, because they're massive Monster Hunter fans. But again, like you said, it is very much on the Dark Souls. It's funny as well, because I've gotten people that got into Monster Hunter and they couldn't play Dark Souls. And I explained to them, it's just Monster Hunter with mobs. Basically. That's all yeah. it is. If you could, you could transfer the skills. It is just the boss fight, only instead of this cute little lizard that spits poison, it's a five-story tall, big <laughs> armor. <laughs> But it was still say it's still the bonk mechanics. You have the giant yes. sword, the giant hammer, and it's the same thing. I like the gunblade because that's Final Fantasy stuff coming in. I'm like, I and like, yeah. it's terrible. Like, no, it's gunblade. It's instant win. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I'm still playing it. All the so. same theory and strategy works for everything. Roll around and stab it in the butt with the big sword. Basically, yeah, it, it, the Dark Souls roll around. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it works for absolutely everything. Now, that being said, have you? did you actually get to try, um, going back to Dead House, did you get to try the Bloodbath demo? I didn't, know. I just watched the video. I got to see the video, did not oh. see... I need so. to set a rig up somehow because I need to get a stream of Chris playing that. Just ne hearing, him, hearing him. So <laughs> yes. That'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, rolling around and it's totally don't start, Scara. You put it in Sonic there, right there. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, I'm a I'm a sound nerd, and I wanted to ask how you built your sound studio, um, and what your microphone is. It looks like a Neumann, but I could be wrong. It, it, no, it, it, you, you good eye. It's good. Eye. Uh, it's a Neumann TLM 103. Um, it's my baby. Um, it actually sounds good. It's one of those things where everyone's by mic A and mic B, and sometimes it doesn't work. I had I had um, a Sennheiser 416. 
did not work with me. It didn't sounded work. way, well, it, it's directional and I move around when I perform and stuff. So it's kind of weird, but this one also, um, I just like, it's, it's a nice bright microphone. Just sounds good. And, uh, but the booth though, so I started with like everyone else, the closet and then it worked out and that sounded terrible. So then I built a PVC structure with blankets and then I built these sound baffles myself. So it went with you guys. Um, and then they came across from the blanket fort, <laughs> so to speak, to this. And I built this myself during the pandemic. I spoke to a buddy um, who's an audio engineer and he goes, you need a floating floor at least. I said, cool, cool. So spent about two grand. And I know Matt's talked about this before too, with like the price of these prefabs can be yeah, 10, yeah, 10, and Matt talked yeah. about it. They can go as expensive as you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. I mean, with it, with money, everything is possible. <laughs> yeah. do you now, do you are you do you self record or do you send that off or do you do it remotely? Like when you're recording stuff with George, yeah, um, from here. Is it from pure here. remote or do you do it on your own? Is you do your own sounding? Um, and everything it, like that? It, uh, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't engineer anything. Uh, auditions are okay. raw, um, and it's not for that. I'm like, it's not my job. And if you, if you want to, I will do, I'll, I'll EQ it a bit, but I'll charge you for it. It's not free. Yeah. Is that I'm why like, you don't fair. do audiobooks that much Be apart from, you know, video games and you don't like no, it or I, I whatever, do audio because books. you have to self edit. No, I, I mean, I deep breath and stuff. I do basically deep breathing. I don't say like a mess to when it comes out. Like I send off a nice file to people, but you know, I'll, I'll normalize it and deep breath it, but I'm not talking about like EQing it and doing all the stuff mm -hmm. that, you know, engineers far more talented than I, because I've been on session where all I hear is, uh, hey, uh, can you splice that? Yeah, I've done it. I'm like, oh, okay, God, they're quick. I'm sitting there going, click, click. Yeah. So the professionals are the profession. I think audio engineers are the unsung heroes of the sessions, really. So I vastly prefer being in a session than remotes, mm -hmm. as in like, like self-directed. And the reason is uh, direction changes of the performance really, really massively um on some self-direction it can sound very eh. i mean it's good but it doesn't sound like as good as it could be if someone had directed you on the line that's just my personal opinion sometimes yeah. though you can get a really uh good effort if you can gauge yourself but it's, it's you can hear your own voice enough times you do kind of like you know get biased with how you sound um but if, to finish off the thing with the booth so during the pandemic, uh, I built it. It took me about a month to build it. And I have a whole breakdown mm -hmm. on Facebook, but it's a triple thick um, drywall with rock wall in the middle, wooden frame, floating like pallet sort of <clears throat> um, floor. And then the sound blankets and the uh, baffles here. So I've got many compliments, so it's good. But the lighting is kind of whatever. It's like LED strip lighting. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong nice. with that. I have to laugh. But I idea. can do this, though. I can change. Oh, hang on. Yeah, rad. Ooh. Super cool. Wait, hang on. Make it all proper dead house now. There you go. As we were yeah. talking with uh, with Matt before, and I was saying, who, who would have thought that, you know, your entire childhood of building pillow forts would actually turn into something functional later on. Yeah. Right. right. And, and something that actually could be, you know, actually lucrative for you as well. Absolutely. No, absolutely. But no, it's, it's good. I mean, I've got my window here. I can sort of like, you just kind of show you there's the desk out there. Um, cool. So I have a control window, but it's, it's all remote through my PC. I have a separate PC for this now. And I have my um, interface for my, baby face here so i can do loop back and everything else in sessions if i want to um but yeah no it's all from here it, it is hot in here so if you see me sweating that is that is why 
because yeah, it is I'm, extremely I'm sure hard. It is. I'm when sure you when it you is. talked I, I recording about, in the closet once, it didn't work out very well. When it, when you were yeah. talking there about you know self directing and then being directed like during sessions and all, some people get like lax when they're going. It's, I just kept what would be in clips we we're talking before about uh, a certain painter Dinklage for Destiny Two. They had to redo oh, the no. entire lines. There are wizards in the moon. I was yeah. also in Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then it's like, hi, I'm Nolan North. I'm like, yeah, that's better. That's Anytime yeah. I hear Nolan North, it's just Deadpool. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's his Nathan Drake and Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. who I hear. It's like it it always just happens to Deadpool because it's one of my favorite characters. Like I just always constantly like I've I've way too many of these little bobbles. <laughs> like, one of my favorite characters from years again from the 90s showing our age where that originally came about <laughs> but uh with, with doing that like which do you prefer do you prefer like being let go and just like okay i, I never want to be let go <laughs> never never for anything i'll never be let go god <laughs> let go is the wrong phrase you uh, want to get direction uh, or yeah, yeah solo freestyle we'll or solo. i so uh, direction uh, i'll tell you why yeah. With Direction, you have, like, I did a session recently where there were seven people on there and two from the actual company, and they were, like, just doing this. I was like, oh. And it can be really weird and intimidating, but you know what lane you're in. You know how much play you have. And that, I think, is good. Like, so you can do whatever you want, but stay in this in this lane. And I can also ad-lib with them, too. I, I've done a couple of things where we'll be like, oh, can I try something really quick? And they go, yeah. And they go, oh, that's great. We're not going to use it, but that was great. But, you know, it's a, you give them options, and that's, it's it's a really big thing. And sometimes just having that live, instant feedback, I don't want to be sending you six, seven versions, you know, across the week when you're like, oh, my God, hop on Zoom for 10 seconds, we'll get it done. And like, oh, that was really easy. So, so that was going to be my next question, actually. Are you yeah. a one and done, or do you prefer to do, like, two or three versions of the same thing? Um, it depends. Like for for character work, it's very different because you can, you know, there's so many ways to say something, and the intent of what do you want the person listening to feel when you say it, even though it's like one line, you don't be, you know, hopping on going, "Here is your sword." You're like, "Oh, that sounds a bit shit," <laughs> you know. You can be, you know, but but yeah, versus a "Here is your sword, my liege," you know, it's kind of a, it's 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 different. It doesn't have to be corny, but. It's what are you trying to demonstrate? And if you have someone saying, yeah, I didn't believe that take, uh, you know, make him lighter, make him a bit younger, um, lose the grit. And, and you just sort of curate the performance a bit more. It's it's more polished and the end result is better. That's my humble opinion. Thank you for that, Pete. <laughs> and all that info. And I'd love to hint at stuff in regards to Dead House, but I can't talk about it because I know yes. there are things happening that have already been recorded a while ago. And there might be stuff coming forward, so we can't. That's the annoying part. Really this, talk about any of we, that need, stuff. we need to get all of you guys back on once this comes out to go through uh, everything. Go through everything, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, how did and, you find it anyway, in comparison to like some of the other stuff? Did you find like recording for Victor or for Zorin and all of these easy, or did was it challenging? Working with George is so is super fun. It doesn't feel like work with George. Um, and he he's beautifully blunt. He was like, no, nah, that's terrible. Do this one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, I prefer the the directness of it. And it, no, it's, it's just good fun. Um, I wouldn't say it's stressful at all, really. Um, no jobs are ever really stressful um, game-wise. Commercial mm. stuff's stressful because people are like, you know, do this, hold this, didn't say this, hold your breath here. I'm like, I don't remember any of this. You know, and it's just <laughs> like, 
and there's acres of silence. They go, yeah, it was good. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's very very like nonchalant you don't know where you stand with it with, with games usually with the director I'll, I'll hear like uh oh that was good that was nice that was nice that was, okay, good good so praise so I, just, I, so, yeah. I just see through all of your stuff and i kept laughing because i'm the one that has to read all the nasty comments online i've been told <laughs> i shouldn't be doing that as much anymore no, but uh, i'm looking at the youtube them. comments and one of my favorite ones and i'm going to bring it up now because everyone will say oh would you say that to chris it's like i'm actually going to say this and oh go on right go now on. dread to think <laughs> no compliment wise actually it's well, not no. the, it's not the negative they're like oh they're doing a uh, spiritual successor to legacy of kane they need to get simon templeman back it's like no chris is better I've oh, heard the stuff the public hasn't. Chris is better. His vampire is better. I, I actually, you haven't heard it yet, but it is. I, I actually read that comment. I was like, oh, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even think Simon Temple even knows what this series is anymore. That was a paycheck for him, and you don't care anymore. Oh, it's been long enough, too. It's been 30 years ago, too, I think. 20 years ago. I think he's probably moved on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. He's like, not interested, but like your work on it was fantastic. Nail on the head for everything, especially with Memento Mori. That was was absolutely amazing. And I think Calypso's going to want you to do our little audio synth first here. Uh, Oh, God. So, end, don't, no stress, no stress, natural voice, whatever. To to end uh, this episode, as I like to do with all of our voice actors, is uh, you're giving us our sign off, and I'm going to splice you into our intro. I'm going to have you say uh, for us, ah, yes, uh, thank you for listening to Dead House Whispers. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. No pressure. Ah, yes. Oh, God, hang on. <laughs> that was no, good. Wait, I can relax. use that. Yeah, I can yeah, use yeah. that. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, yes. Thank you for listening to Dead House Whispers with Faceless Mike and Calypso. They're lovely people. Don't forget to like and subscribe, or I'll find you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. sir. We are honored. That was incredible. Thank you. And with all of that, that, uh, with all of that said, everybody, I've been Calypso, Faceless Mike, our guest, Chris Sharps. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, and thank uh, you. We'll see you in the next episode. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone.